Welcome to Rethinking Humanity. And we have some bonus content for you today. I am here with Victor Ho. How are you, Victor? I'm doing great. I am sitting in for Sonia Larea. So it's a rare opportunity for you guys to hear my voice or if this is going to be on video, see my face. We we love it whenever you're here, Victor. Well, we know that you're here always. So oh, thank you. I mean, I, you know, I'll come on anytime, but yeah. Technically, well, since I'm a technical producer, usually I, I, I like to stay in the background and not be heard or seen or anything. Right, so. right. But you're pretty good at this too. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Your, your podcast is the reason why I'm here. So. <laughs> which, which everybody knows now was a trick. <laughs> it was a trick, man, and it worked. Boy, it, was a, it, it was a prank. That was the best prank I ever played on someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it might be better and better as we as time goes on. You might be like, man, I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, as, as Victor mentioned, Sonia is not with us. She's got a really busy week. Um, but we wanted to still do some content for you about my trip here in Guatemala. And I know Victor has some questions and I love to share. And I figured, you know, maybe many of you have not been to Guatemala. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Um, and maybe you would enjoy hearing my experience. I think it fits really well, Victor, into the theme of the podcast anyway, yeah. uh, because the culture here is, is very different than it is in the States. Yeah, definitely. So the big question is obviously with COVID going around mm -hmm. and travel is kind of hard, you know, someone like me who wants to travel, wants to go visit Los Angeles, which is where I'm from, mm -hmm. it makes it tough for me to travel. But for you, why Guatemala when you can, if it's a vacation you want or a change of scenery, you could have mm -hmm. easily just driven to Savannah but why Guatemala? Why take the risk in taking a plane trip to Guatemala? Mm, it's a good question. Well, um, first of all, I'll say that I definitely thought very carefully before I traveled because I knew that the biggest risks, well, that it's a risk to travel, period. But in my head, I was like, okay, the biggest risks are getting on the airplane and or being on the airplane and traveling in the airport. And so I knew that that would probably be you know, the rest was up to me and my behavior when I'm here. So I wasn't planning to live a different lifestyle here than I was in Atlanta. It was just like, okay, I can be locked in, in a place with way better weather <laughs> uh, and do the quarantine, like mostly stay in thing and he do it here versus Atlanta. But, and so my big question was like, number one, um, do I feel comfortable flying? Number two, do I feel comfortable in the airports taking that risk? And then number three, do I feel comfortable if I were to get COVID while I was down here that I would have the resources that I need? And that's kind of how I thought it through. And what I realized was, um, yes, the airport is a little bit of a risk. Uh, however, the, the volume of travelers is so much lower than normal. Of course, I can wear a mask. I can wear this plastic face thing. And, and then I also was like, okay, the planes, uh, I, I flew Delta, which I feel very comfortable flying Delta. And okay. they're doing a really good job of spacing people out and they're requiring people to wear masks the whole time. Plus, I found a really cheap first class ticket. I mean, literally, it was like no, under $300, like $250. 
for first class. And I'm like, well, shit. Wait, yes, you said first for, class? For yes. Wow. First class round trip? Yes. Not wow. round trip. Not round trip. Oh, but, but still, still, first class. When do you get a Right. And in first class, they aren't sitting people beside you. And you you get on the plane first. And it's not like 18,000 people walked beside me, you know, past me to get on the plane. You know? So I was like, dang, this is, is about deal. as safe as you can get. Yeah. yeah. And it was a deal. A, that is a really good deal. Yeah. I felt comfortable. And then secondly, to answer your question, like, why not Savannah? You know, Savannah's cool, right? But it's not, it's not a whole nother country, right? And True. I needed the experience of something so different. I needed to get into another culture. And also, I have a history here. Like, I used to live here. Um, seven years ago, I came here to be a teacher in an American school. And so I have lots of relationships with lots of people here that, and I haven't seen them in a while. And so I had wanted to come down here and see them at least visit since I ended the presidential campaign. So I was like, all right, this is a good time. They're not requiring people to quarantine for seven days when they come in anymore. I, I found a really good Airbnb where I knew I could feel safe and there wouldn't be a lot of people coming in and out. And so I was like, all right, I need this. Plus the weather, Victor. I Savannah, the weather. Yeah, I, I see it right now, yeah. the weather, how yeah. it is compared to Atlanta right now, which is freezing. Yes. And exactly. raining. Right. It's 70 and sunny during the day. The average. Oh, man. Jealous. Yeah. 62 and 72. I'm like, and no humidity, like very little humidity. Oh, man. It's jealous. paradise, man. <laughs> so how, I mean, I'm curious, I'm interested in how, how is the people in Guatemala, where you're at right now, how are they dealing with COVID? I mean, do they also practice masks six feet away and stuff like that? Or are they even more serious than we are here in the U.S.? You, you, I think you would be shocked. I was shocked. When I landed in Guatemala City, uh, which is the, the largest city, the capital city here, there's so many people like 10 times the amount of people in Guatemala city than Atlanta and every single person on the streets outside on the streets wearing masks. Wow. Every, I think I saw maybe one person in Guatemala city, not wearing a mask outside. They're doing way better than we are in the state. And then here in Shayla, it's about a three and a half hour drive from the capital. It's the same thing. Everybody, everywhere wearing masks, everywhere they go, they're, they're doing very limited uh, inside dining. And of course, here, it's much easier to sit outside anywhere and eat. Right. It's great, you know? Right. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. They even here, they even have these mats, Victor, that you step on when you enter into a restaurant or a business that are, they have alcohol, like gel, like hand sanitizer type stuff. Uh -huh. like, that go so it gets on your feet and you have to step on that and then you step on a little another mat that like kind of dries them off and then they have hand sanitizer and they're like 100% serious about the mask i mean i am very very impressed wow you need to shoot like a short video ah um, I okay. a lot of, I bet you a lot of people would like to see that. <laughs> yeah. This is something that you don't see here. I don't see any of that here in Atlanta. No, no. So I'm still mm -hmm. seeing people in Kroger's when I'm going grocery shopping, not wearing masks. 
Yes. And just, and just looking at this, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's like, what? Really? Really? Yeah. Like, there are other people in the world. And I think probably here, um, you know, well, this culture is a lot more family oriented, uh, very, very relational. I mean, when there's not a pandemic, when you enter a room with people, it doesn't matter whether you've ever met the person or not before. And, I, and I'm not talking about like in a public. I'm talking about like if I went to a friend's house and there was other people there, uh, you greet each other by putting your cheek on the other cheek and then yeah. and kissing. Like you don't actually kiss the person, but you just go like that with their right. cheek. It's a very relational culture is my point. They're not doing that right now, obviously, because of COVID. But my point is that they just appreciate people and they just view people in a very different way, I think, than how we do in the state. And so I think that's part of why they're being so disciplined about masking, because they know that their family will be affected if they get it. Yeah. They, and that yeah. means a lot to them. That, that makes a lot of sense for them. I've 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 been to Italy, to Rome. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's a very family oriented type type of place, type of community, and they do the same thing that you described the the cheek to cheek type of kissy sound thing. Which yeah. the first time that happened to me, I was like, oh, oh, what do I do? Do I shake your hand first and do that, or what? 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 <laughs> they don't shake your hands at all. It's all cheek to cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it took me a while to get used to because here in the U.S., we don't do any of that. <laughs> No. I could yeah. sue you. I could sue you if you did that to me <laughs> here in the U.S. <laughs> there's, the, there's the contrast right there. That's a perfect contrast. You know what yeah. I love about it, though, is it's like everybody is acknowledged. You know, like you walk yeah. in the room and it doesn't matter that I'm a gringa and I'm not from here. They're going to acknowledge me. And I'm. it, it feels very accepting and you know, um, welcoming. And that is a wonderful human, I would argue, a very human feeling. So what, what's the language there? What do you, hmm. is it uh, Portuguese, Spanish or Portuguese or? Spanish, Spanish. Spanish. Uh, Spanish. So, uh -huh. so you, I know you speak a little bit of Spanish. So if, if it was, if you were to visit, someone was to visit Guatemala and can't speak Spanish, can they get around with English? In some places, yes. There's a lot of folks here who who know English. Um, a lot of there. There's a lot of um, reverence for the American culture here. I mean, it's very global. Globalization is for real. Like I'm I'm in the second largest city in Guatemala, and there's a Walmart. There's multiple Taco Bells. There's McDonald's everywhere. Like it's it, actually it, a Walmart there. Yeah, there's a Walmart here. Mm -hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know McDonald's because McDonald's is everywhere. Um, but oh, yeah. Walmart, huh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I think that's a tough one. It would be challenging, but it, it's possible you'd find people who speak English. And there's always, always other extranjeros is what they call them, like people from other country mm -hmm. countries who are here traveling. And I say always, right now there are some people, but there's not as many, obviously, because of the pandemic. Yeah, definitely. But typically it's so easy. Like when I lived here before, I'm, I had so many friends because if you see another extra hero on the street, it's not like, ooh, who are you and why are you here? You're like, oh, you're just like me. You don't, you're not from here. Like, hi, where are you from? What brought you here? It's instant friends, you know? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great. So when... This, this would be a funny question. What's the first thing you did when you touched down 
in Guatemala, the first thing that was in your brain, you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to experience this. I miss this. I did this seven years ago and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> like immediately when you got off the plane, what did you do? That's a really, really good question. I mean, I remember feeling super emotional about being back because when I left, I was not ready to leave. Now I don't regret leaving because there's a lot that happened that I'm happy that happened because so of this being, this being seven years ago, right. That you had mentioned. That's a lot of years for you to keep thinking about a country. Yeah. So I visited a lot of countries in my days and, you know, I, except for one, which is um, Amsterdam. I have a really soft spot mm -hmm. for that city, but mm -hmm. any other place I've ever visited, I usually just forget within a year. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I think, you know, I had a very good experience and I was here for a year. So maybe that's a, a little oh, bit. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, that makes a difference then. Yeah. Yeah. Different yeah. than how I did it, which is just backpacking. Um, but you actually mm -hmm. stayed for a year. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So, so to answer your question, I would say, and I still haven't done this, but I'm going to do it today. So I think the thing that I've been most excited about is going to this place called El Complejo. And it is a like a running track here in Shela that has a very good view of the mountains and the volcanoes. Uh, well, there's only one volcano in Chile. So the volcano, um, and it is a place I spent a lot of time whenever I was here before. And I have heard until today that it's closed and I think it's open. And so I'm going to go see if I can go walk there, take a run, listen to my music, relax, enjoy the sunshine, look at the volcano. Just, it's just this happy place for me. And so I would say like, if there was one thing that I was really looking forward to the most, you know, it, it'd probably be there. So fingers crossed <laughs> that it's yeah. going to be good today, you know? Definitely take some pictures and put it on Instagram if you do get to get there. Oh, so, yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds like the um, transportation there is really good. Like, you don't really need to, do, do they have like an Uber or, I mean, wh what, do you, what do you do to get around? So uh, mostly I walk, which I enjoy. And that's part of why I felt so happy here, I think before because I did a lot of walking but there's a lot of cars here a lot of people drive um, in fact the traffic has gotten way worse since I was here before but they also have they have public transportation but it's not government run so their public tra transportation um, from the government standpoint is horrible um, but there are like they have old school buses that from the States that they have converted <laughs> in English they call them uh, chicken buses so, they, so I'm assuming they're yellow. Some of them are yellow, but others of them are painted crazy with sparkly lights and, you know, blue and green and fluorescent oh. lighting. And they go from the different parts of, you know, Guatemala. You can go from Shela to Solola, which is near the lake, which is beautiful. Um, Atitlan, Lake Atitlan. It's that lake ha is gorgeous. And there's two volcanoes behind the lake. It's like, it's, wow. It didn't get any more beautiful. I'm definitely going to go before I leave. Um, so, so those, and then there's also like mini buses, like you would call them like a van, like a, like a van, like a minivan type thing. Small I, yeah. and I people, see that a lot in, um, when I went to China, you would uh -oh. see, a, you would see a lot of these minivans. Usually as the, the person's, they own the van. It's like a Uber. Yeah. But, but 
you see a lot of vans in China, especially in Beijing and and yes. and Shanghai, <laughs> which it's is like a Katsali. Yeah, a Katsali to get on there, and so yeah, a lot of people. And I and I used to do that, but I'm not doing any buses right now because of COVID. Yeah, that make yeah. I didn't think about that. That does make sense because mm -hmm. you're you're basically in a sardine can of people, so you don't want. <laughs> Yeah. And people, okay. So I will say this about social distancing. I don't think that they're very good at social distancing, but wearing masks, everybody's wearing masks, but social distancing. I mean, when I was here before I would get on these public buses, they're not public buses. I would get on these buses and people would be sitting like this close. Yeah. They're packed. I, I know. <laughs> I know the feeling. And I'm like, could you scoot over, please? And there's, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm no stranger to that feeling. I mean, you see that in in, in the Chinese bus, even train system, even in in Italy, in Rome. Mm. Oh my gosh, it, you are squished to the max. And sometimes you can't even get off because you can't you can't get off. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're stuck. Yeah. So you gotta, in every stop, you gotta position yourself closer and closer to the exit, knowing like. Because if you don't, yeah. you can't get off. And, and people are not that nice sometimes. They're like, I'm not going to let you pass me because I'm staying where I am. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, other things I'll say so people have some context about we're this this city is 7000 feet above sea level. OK. And on the way in, we took the Pan American, I believe is what it's called, uh, highway which at some point becomes the second or third highest uh, point where there is a road in all of Central America. Um, and it's like, literally it's like 10,000 feet. So it's really, it's, they call it Alaska because it's like literally in the Alaska. Place. Yeah. Cause it's cold. Cause it's cold. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, so that's so Alaska of the South. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. How's how's the food? How's the food there? I I see some of the mostly breakfast, I think. But um, yes. I mean, what's the one food there that you, that you can't get in Atlanta? Mm. Okay, so plantains. You can get plantains in Atlanta. Plantains, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Plantains, I've seen in especially Cuban restaurants here in Atlanta that I frequent. Um, right. I, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Frijoles, the volteados, the black beans that they do that are oh uh, man, they're like creams. They're they're really, really, really good. Yeah, uh, I haven't ventured too far out into like genuine Guatemalan food just yet. I'm trying mm -hmm. to like walk to it all and slowly let my body get adjusted. Uh, but I am doing something else, Victor, that you might be surprised. I'm eating meat. What? Yep. I, I'm assuming because it's just so much better. Well, I the mean, quality, yes. The, the quality, quality is so much better because that's the only reason why you would just eat meat is because it's, 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 it's just better. That's right. When I was uh, here before, <laughs> I was eating whatever. I was drinking beer whenever I wanted and eating McDonald's. I mean, no joke. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> I swear, I was. Uh, I was like bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning for breakfast. Uh, I mean, no, no joke, no joke. No, I have not eaten cheese since I've been down here, and I haven't. I don't plan to drink milk locally. But my point is, is like I know that it's quality and a better quality than in the states because when I was here before, I was eating and drinking whatever I wanted, and then I was going for runs and walks or whatever. But I was 
in better shape than I've been in the States with a diet of that with a vegan diet and going to the gym three or four times a week and playing soccer twice a week. I was in better shape down here eating whatever I wanted, but you know, being active still, you gotta be active of course. But you know what? I, I totally believe you because that's the same with, um, if you think about it, um, again, Italy, going back to Italy, you don't see a lot of people who are unhealthy and overweight in a way. Like, you know, there are overweight people, but not unhealthy overweight. Yeah. And it's because they have really good food. Um, they, they walk to wherever they go to because you walk to the piazza, you hang out with friends and family. Yeah. Um, the food is in every corner in every farmer's market. I mean, mm -hmm. everything. And, and they eat. When they eat, they enjoy their yeah. food. They don't rush. I mean, yeah. they have they have two hour two hour lunches. You know, they 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 go to work. They go back to work whenever they feel like it. I mean, yes, yes. So it's a different. It's just a different way of living, um, and, and I definitely experienced that when I was in Rome, um, and, and it was very different. I'm like, oh man, how come the U.S. doesn't adopt at least half of the stuff that the people, the Italians do. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they seem so much happier. I mean, over there, it seems like it's, it's God, family, work, mm -hmm. you know, in that yeah. order. And yeah. here, here in the U.S., it seems like it's work, work, and work. <laughs> Not work, family. It's work, work, work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if you've noticed since we started doing the podcast together is I'm trying to... I'm trying to set us in a place where we can be that not work, 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 but be like, like how it was for the Italians and how it is in, in the Guatemala, the Guatemalans yeah. to have that type of a lifestyle where we can get to that point where we can say, okay, you know, we are working hard, but we are also having fun, hard yeah. fun as well. Yeah. We can travel, we can eat well, we can exercise and not have to time our exercise. You know what? I only have 30 minutes to exercise because I got to go back to work. Right. No, you can exercise for however long. You can use a quiet punch for however long you want yeah. without any restrictions that you have to go back to work. Um, yes, exactly. the, the, the company I used to work for, we had a gym, but we can only use it for 10 minutes. Think about that. You can only oh, use a gym oh. for 10 minutes. What can you do in 10 minutes? I mean, quiet punch, but what if you want to do something more? What can you do with 10, 10 minutes? You know? Right, right. Mm. So it just really didn't make sense to a point where no one used it. I mean, it was a free gym and no one used it because what can you do with 10 minutes of exercise? Yeah. You know, that's, that's in work. I mean, I'm not saying because usually people, when they come home, they can do 10 minute quick exercises. But right. when you're at work and you know you have to go back to work, Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. No, 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 no it doesn't. Especially, yeah, they have another. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Especially if you have to change. You yeah. know, you, you work up for 10 minutes, you got to change. You're in a rush because you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm sweaty. I got to take a shower. You know, if you're the type that sweats within a minute after you're exercising, like me. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm mad now. <laughs> I'm mad I had to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I mean, I think that's another reason why I decided to be here because I knew I was living a very healthy lifestyle before I can be very active because of the weather, you know, and, um, you know, that's a goal of mine. I mean, I've gained a lot of weight in 2020 being sick, 
being locked in, not going to the gym because not feeling comfortable about it. And, um, you know, then I broke my wrist when I actually did start playing soccer. And then that was a whole nother like two or three months of just like not much I can do. So it this is like a it's really like a reset. Hit the reset button, Lacey. Let's get into another groove, another rhythm. Focus on the podcast. Uh, focus on yourself. Enjoy, enjoy the warm weather. Enjoy the mountains. Um, and just you know, have some time away. And I'm really thankful that it all worked out because I was not sure. Maybe we'll talk about this on the next time because we're gonna do this again, Victor. We're gonna do this. I think once a week. If 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 everybody's down and if you guys want to hear anything specific, if you have questions about Guatemala, you want to know more about culture or what have you, send an email to rethinkinghumanitypodcast at gmail.com and we'll pick it up on the next little bonus episode for um, for my travels. I'm not sure. We might give this a name, Victor. Maybe we call it like Rethinking Humanity Travel Chronicles or something. I don't know. What do you think? I like it. I think yeah. we should. Uh, I'm going to make a banner. Ooh. on that right now okay <laughs> Actually, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it later i can't type that fast yeah yeah no that's fine no but I, I think we'll continue these especially if we get good um you know response and listens uh but it sure is fun to share about what's happening and you know i'd imagine that you guys might enjoy it you know well definitely i i definitely see a difference as far as your your presence, whenever when we did we think humanity podcast when we're on here in Atlanta, and then when you went to Guatemala and me because you know don't forget I'm in the background so I see everything and I yeah. focus on things little things and I notice a sort of pep in you recently because you're in Guatemala yeah. and it it feels it sounds like you're having a sort of renewal. Because yep. all of a sudden you have all these ideas and you're like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this for the future episode or let's do this. Uh, and, and it sounds like you just needed to get away, you know, because maybe you were stuck in a box yep. and you just need to change of pace, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you don't want to go to Savannah. You want to go farther than Savannah. <laughs> and Guatemala I, seems like the place that you need, you know, seems like the place that you needed, you know. Exactly. So. I'm glad you can see that. And I think I can feel it. It's very obvious. And we recently did a um, a panel with Yang Gang Book Club with Fun Time Program yeah. and Mindful Skeptics. Mm-hmm. That's all of them. I mean, we, we saw it. Um, wow. There was a little difference in in, a, in your energy and all that. And, and not the fact that you were in a tank top and made us all jealous. <laughs> Oh, I totally rubbed it in. I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> New York is buried in snow and Atlanta is so cold and I am not having to deal with any of it. Yay! <laughs> so remind the listeners, how long are you there for again? Well, uh, initially it's for a month, but I'm. it's very open-ended right now. It could be a little longer. We'll see. Meaning you have not bought a return trip so, ticket. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah, uh, okay, okay. I was, I was like, ooh, you're playing the risky game. You haven't yeah, yeah. bought it. Yeah, yeah. I have a return flight, but I can move it. It's because of COVID, everything's so flex, you know what I'm saying? So true, true, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, man. This this has been a great um change of pace of an episode talking about yeah. something else um yeah. that's of interest. 
For so. sure. And I think it's, I'm really enjoying doing this with you, Victor, because it sounds like you can relate to some of the things that I'm saying based on the fact that you've traveled. You know, this, this is the truth. And I've said this to a lot of people. I've traveled a lot, um, especially after college. Um, I backpacked Europe twice. Um, and also for some of you listeners who don't know, I, I used to compete in swing dance competitions, swing dancing. Mm -hmm. And I, I learned, studied, and also traveled around the world studying, um, from, to study from the best teachers in swing dance. Believe it or not, the best swing dancers are from Sweden, hmm. um, not, not Harlem in New York, where, where the swing dance originated from. It, um, they're just Swedish. I don't know why. I think it's because of World War II when the GIs, when the GIs came to Europe, they introduced swing dancing to the Europeans. Um, so obviously when the GIs left after World War II, swing dancing and jazz music was still in Europe. So that's why over there it was mm. still very popular while in the U.S., you know, times progressed. Swing dancing became disco, disco between, you know, became bebop music and you can't really dance to bebop music. So I did, that's a whole different episode. I can talk about <laughs> jazz and swing dancing. But anyways, I traveled a lot because of that. So I was able mm. to dance with people from Europe, China, um, and, um, and other, you know, countries because of that and just experience all of that. So yeah, definitely. Um, I, I truly believe that traveling is the fountain of youth. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think the more you travel, the more mm. younger and active in your brain that you become, because if you're stuck in a, I, I my, my, um, I have friends that have never left the city that they were born in. Yep. And whenever I would talk to them, especially when I come back from a trip, like let's say for example, I just, I've just come back from a trip to China. Mm -hmm. They can't relate. They can't fathom that. Yeah. Nor, nor can they fathom even going on a plane. You know, huh. I had a cousin that's never seen a beach before a beach. So when I was living in LA, I lived by the beach and I, and I took her to the beach for the first time and she cried. Wow. Wow. Because, she, you know, coming from the Ozarks, the Ozarks mountain, you've never seen something so beautiful that'll just yeah. take your breath away. Dang. And that's, that's, and I'm sure you have that in Guatemala, but mm -hmm. when I'm traveling, I see something that just takes my breath away. Uh, is this you have a sense of, of of a new person in you you're like oh man yes. i can i feel like i can accomplish anything yes yes and, and with that you feel younger you know you feel like if you're 50 you feel like you're 20 yeah you can do anything so yes. that's yes. what i believe i i love that victor me and you have a similar mindset on this whole traveling thing and and i love the feeling of like the adventure and, and feeling young and, and the variety. I think it's very, I think it's very human to need that and to want the variety. And we don't do that well in the States with the way we just, you know, work, 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 work. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's do this again next week, guys. Definitely. If you, if you want to hear me talk about a specific topic or Victor talk about a specific topic about his travels, um, send us an email, rethinking humanity podcast, at gmail.com. We're happy, happy, happy to share um, any ideas or thoughts or questions you have. We're happy to address. I will say that next time, I definitely want to tell you about my trip to the market. And um, also, 
about my passport because that was an insane story. And I didn't know if I was going to make it <laughs> down here. And, and that happens. So this, that this, this might need to be like a five part bonus. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be an ongoing bonus, dude. It'll be an ongoing, ongoing bonus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We think in humanity travel chronicles. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Is that a go? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> it sounds good. All right, Victor. You're awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, great. It's cool being here. All I'll right. talk to you guys later. See you. Bye, everybody.